welcome to this first episode of the Purgatory series here on DantesComedy.com. So we're going to go through the book of the Purgatory and we're going to look more at the, the symbolic interpretation and the wider context of each of the chapters. And then we're going to start with the first one today, but also say a little bit about the book in general and like why it's so great to read the Purgatory. So it's um, we've been through this book a few times now and it's just, it's a super helpful book to learn more about the vices and the virtues in life and to learn about these seven terraces with the pride and the envy and uh, kind of the, the different sirens of um, temptations and how to practically offset this with different virtues, with the cardinal virtues, the theological virtues, and then how Dante as the pilgrim is increasingly going down into the deep of each of these topics and showing us and also teaching us very valuable things to understand the world and to understand yourself and also to understand how to work on these things to improve things. So it's um, it's a huge gift. It's a great, it's a beautiful book as well. It's full of fantastic <laughs> poetry and, um, and just optimism and constructive advice. So that's in many ways why the Purgatory is the most helpful book practically compared to the first and the third book, which is more describing the, the, the states of, of misery and happiness, as Dante is the, saying himself and explaining to his patron, uh, Can Grande de la Scala in Verona when he wrote it. So the, the point of the trilogy is to move people from misery to happiness, but the the, some of the most heavy lifting is done in the purgatory and but it's also that book which gives us the biggest payoff so this comes through the like the seven terraces the whole structure you have the anti-purgatory which is moving very slowly it's a bit disoriented it's a waiting period then you get to the proper purgatory with the seven terraces and then you learn into the deep of these seven vices and then we get the rewards on top with the garden of eden and this is also the threshold point where we've been through almost two books and the reason, rationality, has been the, the top guide, the main helper in understanding and learning. And then you get the transition to the more intuitive and spiritual and like the beyond and the mysteries and the theology with Beatrice kind of arriving at that point. So that's a bit of the framing of the whole book. Um, and it's also it's in some sense symbolic of the whole comedy what is happening in in the middle book so uh, we're going to talk also about then like some of the substance of each chapter so the first one is the main points is to to restore hope fully like we start the, the second realm now he's restoring the hope in the first line for better waters now and then we're sailing and he also introduces the main topics, the guiding lights of the four stars that are shining upon Cato with the four cardinal virtues of temperance, fortitude, prudence, and being just. So those are kind of the practical virtues that are helping us in the first part of the climb of the mountain. And then uh, towards the end of the first night, we are then, uh, they are replaced by the theological ones. So they're kind of uh, two levels of of helpers or guiding lights in the whole climb and also in life in general. So these things are introduced with the, the four stars in the opening and also Cato as the symbol of, of uh, unemotional 
going to work, having character, uh, stoicism in a sense, and also setting the mood of, of just... Uh, in the beginning, there it very quickly comes these this scenes where, where they're just enjoying the beauty and the pleasantness, and then, then uh, Kato is uh, just reminding them, like, get to work and start doing the climb, because there are enormous rewards when you get to the end. So that's kind of the, the overall things, both for the book and for the first chapter. It's also interesting that the more you know the comedy, the more you see how so much is, is packed into this opening. It always seems like the, a favorite part of the work for Dante to write himself. And um, there's also this beauty here with, uh, with the reed at the end of the first chapter as a symbol of humility and also of rebirth in itself. And this ties into the whole rebirth theme of the comedy, which is also what Dante was hoping for himself as a person when he was writing this in exile, kind of in the different city-states, uh, traveling around the northern part of Italy because he was thrown out of Florence in 1302. And he spent about 20 years traveling around and he spent about 12 years writing the book. And one of the underlying motivations here is to, to write something that can help people, but that could also help Florence in... in um, renewing itself and getting back to kind of its healthy and, and kind of glorious state, which did happen a hundred years later with the Renaissance. So uh, there's uh, the effects of, of the book and kind of what he's promoting is, is in some ways seen quite clearly in, in history also. So um, that's another reason to, to spend some time on this. And um, it's, it is as he's saying in the book and like so Dante is very the pilgrim is very tired at times he has to rest a lot because it is difficult to go down into the deep and understanding the very roots of like why is there pride in the first place or why is there envy so we're being prepared in the beginning that this will be um, kind of an eye-opening experience which it it really is <laughs> so and then it it kind of you you go to the deepest level and then you kind of you come up again and then you see the world differently afterwards so in a very practical kind of greek virtue way even so uh, that's what we're going to say for the first uh, first episode the first chapter and um, we just hugely recommend reading the, the penguin version with mark musa it's a really nice, it kind of captures the, the joy and the, the spirit and the beauty of the Italian original. So that's Mark Musa's version. And then, uh, so if you know the storyline before, it's a bit easier to understand also like the symbolism in, in these uh, opening chapters and all through the, all through the book. Uh, and also, just send us an email if you have any questions or just want to have a discuss some of the topics. We are very happy to get emails. Just send us send it to hello at dantescomedy.com. So that's hello at dantescomedy.com. And then we will reply to everything. And then also just uh, hope you are enjoying this journey. It should be just joyful. And reading Dante should be this kind of sparkling uh, portal into a, <laughs> a shining, happy, joyful world and move you towards just more happiness and a, and a, and a brighter experience of the world. So uh, that's at least, that was his motivation. And that is also uh, in many ways for many people, the kind of the, 
the concrete effect of it. So we're going to stop it here. We're going to keep this at mostly 10 minutes, so just 5 to 10 minutes, just as a short kind of input for more food for thought on the chapters. So hope some of this was interesting and gave some food for thought. And as always, um, thank you so much for listening. Hope you're having a great day and see you again next time.